Good morning. This is the November 10th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we're on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone who wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we're talking about what made Santino Morella's second Intercontinental Championship reign in the summer and fall of 2008 so special. The world was introduced to Santino Morella in April 2007 when he was picked out of the crowd in Milan, Italy to face Intercontinental Champion Umaga. The result was the Milan Miracle when Santino beat Umaga in an impromptu no-holds-barred match to take the IC title with a little help from Bobby Lashley and a steel chair. But my personal favorite run of his began at SummerSlam 2008 when Santino and his unibrow teamed with the Glamazon Beth Phoenix to take on still Jamaican Kofi Kingston and Mickey James in a mixed tag match where both Kofi's IC title and Mickey's women's championship were on the line in a winner's take all scenario. Beth would glam slam Mickey to bring home all the gold for Team Glamorella. On the September 1st episode of Raw, an injured Randy Orton opened the show by taking a shot at Glamorella. He dismissed Phoenix as a lovesick puppy and said that Santino was the weakest intercontinental champion of all time, one he could beat even with his broken clavicle. Now, Orton's beef wasn't actually with Santino or Beth. He used them to insult Cody and DiBiase Jr. for not even having titles. But when Santino had a chance to respond later in the show, he had been inspired to raise his game to unseen heights. Already an impressive two weeks into his second IC title reign, he vowed to become the greatest intercontinental champion of all the times. To do so, he felt he would have to surpass the record 64-week reign of the Honky Tonk Man, and thus, the Honkometer was born. The Intercontinental title is often referred to as the beloved workhorse title of the WWE, but it hadn't had a gimmick attached to it in a while. What Santino's run created was a brilliant added air of importance to each defense. Not only was the title on the line, but so was the streak. And through this angle, Santino became what I can best describe as the anti-Stone Cold tweener. Stone Cold's rocket ride to superstardom was done as a babyface with a badass edge like a typical heel. Santino was a comedic character, which usually lends itself to being a babyface, but was not above using nefarious means to hold on to that precious IC title at every turn. Santino was a heel that made you laugh your ass off at times. The next week, Santino was already champ for three weeks, which, when compared to the Mounties' two-day reign, made Santino 19 times better, at least by his math. No match the following week after getting pummeled by Batista for sticking his nose into Batista and Randy Orton's business, but on September 22nd, the Honky Donkey Man, 64, Santino 5. He retains with a sunset roll-up of Deuce. The following week was tough. Santino's mouth got him another beating from Batista. It was a match, but it wasn't for the IC title, so the Honkometer rolls on. October 6th, Glamorella beats Mickey James and Jamie Noble in another mixed tag match. But the big news of the night was the start of the push towards Cyber Sunday. Jerry Lawler informs us that the fans will choose Santino's opponent via call-in voting. The choices are all former IC champs, Roddy Piper, Goldust, and the Honky Tonk Man himself. On the October 20th edition of Raw, Santino decided to lob a preemptive shot across the bow of all three of his potential opponents. He came to the ring in a hot rod t-shirt and kilt with his face painted gold and black, and an Elvis wig on his head and a guitar in his hand. 
He had some choice words for each of the three men who he was schizophrenically cosplaying, and that didn't sit well with Mr. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Duggan made his way to the ring in his trunks like he was ready for a fight, and of course he had his trusty 2x4. Some caustic words were exchanged, and when Santino had had enough, he blasted Hacksaw with the guitar. That son of a gun. And then the time was upon us. It was Cyber Sunday. Santino and Beth took center ring, the honkometer was unleashed, and the score read Honky Donkey Man 64, Santino Morella 11. That meant, according to Santino, in one week, in one year, he would become the greatest intercontinental champion of all the times. Edging out Roddy Piper, 35% to 34%, was the Honky Tonk Man. After a dancing lesson from the legend, the match was underway. Honky got in some mild offense, but when he hit the ropes and was tripped by Beth Phoenix, the ref called for the disqualification. Santino was furious and chewed out the Glamazon, but his bad luck for the night was not over. As Morella and Phoenix headed up the ramp, Goldusk's music hit and the Bizarre One made an appearance at the top of the ramp. The Hot Rod wasn't far behind. They had the champ backpedaling to the ring, where Honky gut-stomped him, Goldust delivered the final cut brainbuster, and Piper peppered him with fists before Honky finished with the shake, rattle, and roll. The next night on Raw, all three men who victimized Santino joined commentary for perhaps my favorite moment of the Honkometer era. You see, Santino wasn't the only one on Raw who enjoyed dressing up right around that time. The previous few weeks had seen former Seton Hall pirate Charlie Haas have the WWE Universe in stitches, as he did hilarious impersonations of JR, aka Jim Haas, a dead-on John Cena, JBL, or CHL, Charlie Haas Layfield, Charlito, Haas Hogan, Brett the Hitman Haas, and then nearly blew the roof off the building in Corpus Christi, Texas, when he appeared as Stone Cold Steve Hostin. There were several others, and each was funnier than the one before, but the post-Cyber Sunday Raw saw Haas outdo himself. As Santino took shots at all three of the legends at ringside with Beth by his side, Beth's music started to play. And out came Santino's opponent for the evening, Glamahas, complete with replica WWE women's title. Santino was incensed and attacked just before the bell. He tossed Charlie out in front of the announce desk, and while there, Santino landed a cheap shot on the honky-tonk man. Morella scurried back into the ring with the idea of exiting on the far side and taking an early shower, but Piper and Goldust beat him to the other side and cut off his escape route. While Santino was debating what to do, Honky slid in behind him, and when Santino turned around, the honky-tonk man ruined another perfectly good guitar. The following week was a celebration of 800 episodes of Monday Night Raw, and early in the show Santino would join commentary to watch as eight men took part in a battle royal to name his next opponent. That man would turn out to be 2008 King of the Ring, William Regal. That title opportunity took place the very next week in Manchester, England, and it was on this date, November 10th, 2008. There was a feeling that it was a special night, and Santino obviously felt it too. So much so, he retired the Honkometer and replaced it with the Honka Perfect Mounty Meter. He was no longer satisfied aiming for Honky Tonk Man's 64 weeks. Now, the target was the combined reigns of Honky, the Mounty, and Mr. Perfect, 
which brought the new total to 123 weeks. Well, don't go worrying about saying hunk a perfect mounty meter five times fast or anything like that, because in the time it would take you to do so, William Regal hit a nice overhead throw and delivered a drive-by knee to squash Santino in roughly 30 seconds. Regal would end Santino's second intercontinental reign and begin a second of his own. The honkometer was dead. Well, that's our show for today. If you would like to continue the conversation about Santino, the honkometer, William Regal, or even Charlie Haas's impersonations, I encourage you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show or just search for Daily Wrestling News Show. Either way, click join and we'll let you in to talk about these or any historical wrestling topics. And if we don't see you there, we'll see you right back here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.